Welcome to episode one of Pit Pass NASCAR. I'm your host, Mike Jokum. Frenchie is here. We're going to have a short episode today talking about the TV deal. We're going to go through it in you know, a little bit of detail, go over it, give our thoughts, and then regular week-by-week episodes for this will start right after the new year. So I'm excited to bring everybody along this journey. Frenchie, how are you? Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready to dive into NASCAR. It's going to be fun to do this this year and really dedicate ourselves to it. I mean, we started a little bit last year, just getting into it, yeah. watching it. I, and I used to be a big fan, and then I strayed away from the series for a little bit, but I am 100% in on being back and covering this for everybody. Yeah, I love it. And everything that came out on the pit lane parlay feed last year, like Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott will be re-released with the NASCAR on the, on the pit pass NASCAR feed with a little kind of like introduction that I'm going to record over the next few weeks. All right, let's dive right into it here. The TV deal is a seven year, $7.7 billion deal if you combine everything at once so Frenchie I'm going to minimize this screen and we're I'll read through everything first and then we'll talk about it so let's go to these screens right here okay so we are just going to go we'll just go around the um, around the horn here so TNT TNT will carry five NASCAR cup races following prime videos portion of the season these races will air live on TNT and simulcast on Max. Max is also the old HBO Max app renamed. All second half practices and qualifying sessions will air on True TV simulcast on Max. True TV also home for the great show Impractical Jokers. All right, since I talked about what's following Prime Video, let's jump over to Prime Video. Prime Video will exclusively stream another five NASCAR Cup races as NASCAR's first fully direct-to-consumer partner. Prime Video five NASCAR Cup Series races will follow the Fox portion of the season. Prime will exclusively stream practice and qualifying sessions during the first half of the year, with the exceptions of practice and qualifying for the Bushlight Clash, Daytona 500, and the All-Star Race. So those will be separate. All right, so let's go to the start of the season. The start of the season, just like the last X number of years, will be Fox Sports. Fox will carry the first 14 races of the NASCAR Cup Series season across Fox and Fox Sports 1. Fox Sports will also broadcast the practice qualifying for Bush Light Clash, Daytona 500, and the All-Star Race. That will, you know, Those events will not be on Prime Video. The NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series will continue to be exclusively televised on Fox Sports 1. All practice and qualifying sessions will be carried by Fox Sports. Lastly, the NBC Sports portion of the schedule will be the final 14 races highlighted by the NASCAR playoffs and NASCAR championship race. This multi-platform agreement will see races televised across NBC, USA Network, and Peacock. All right. Frenchie, that took longer than I expected it to. So do you have any, I don't know, initial thoughts in terms of what we're looking at here for the sketch? 
you know, at least how the, the season breaks down. Then we can dive into specifics and what we like and don't like. Yeah, I guess it's a lot to process, but fans will be familiar with Fox starting the season and NBC kind of picking up at some point towards the latter half of the season and taking over then. So that's kind of remains the same, but I guess the big new aspect is this TNT sports and the prime aspect kind of jumping in and getting their little parts of the deal, which I'm intrigued about because we see the NFL starting to partner with prime. I mean, TNT already carries the NBA. So, I mean, they're used to sports coverage and I think, I have faith in them doing a good job with this. I just don't know who their announcers are going to be or commentators. And that's what I'm interested to find out. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that one, but I, yes, it's a little confusing. It's a little confusing because you're going, okay, the first 14 races are, you know, mostly Fox. And then we're going to have some prime video, but prime video won't have X, Y, and Z during the first half of the season, but TNT will have it during the second half of the season. But also NBC will be the final 14 races. So it's it's a little bit much when you kind of look at it from a high level to me. But when you dive down, you go, okay, we're going to break this down into quarters. We have the Fox quarter, we have the Prime quarter, we have the TNT quarter, and we have the NBC quarter. It's not as difficult. Am I crazy in thinking that? No, I just think it is a lot to keep track of, like you said. So I hope that nascar and their social media will be on top of making sure everybody knows where these races are and i'm sure they will i'm sure each of the networks will be harping on or really doing promos for when they're about to start covering nascar because this is a big tv product and obviously i mean they're paying a lot of money for this who knows what the portion being paid by each of the partners is but i think you're going to have to have a lot of different apps if you don't watch these on regular cable, which you can't watch Prime, I guess. So you're going to have yeah. to have the Prime app, which everybody pretty much has Amazon Prime. If you don't have Amazon Prime by now, I don't know what you've been doing with your life or how you get like all the little trinkets and things that I tend to order for no, almost no reason. Yep. You know, toothpaste, whatever, at last minute. Things I could go in to the there. grocery store for and just tend to get on Prime anyway. You don't have to pay Mm -hmm. extra for Prime. And so, I mean, Fox Sports, TNT, and NBC are all on cable. So this isn't anything where you have to, it seems like, really pay that much extra from what you likely already have, right? Yeah, but you know what's going to happen because it's the same thing that happens every year with IndyCar and Peacock is ripe as as, the Bush Clash starts slash Daytona 500 qualifying or something. We're going to get an an angry rash of social media justice and, you know, how that NASCAR is nobody's going to watch it anymore. And yeah, so I'm going to dive into a thought I've always had. Well, I've always had since I started doing podcast stuff in that. And I'm going to stop sharing my screen here because I can't see you. And that's making me sad, especially your your username for today's today's episode, which I I can't I can't share because this is a family show. But, you know, to everybody, everybody wants to look at the TV numbers. Okay. You know, we, it's not something we typically talk about because it is a hard conversation to have because certain things aren't tracked, whether it's DVR or whatever, you know, that doesn't go into account for the TV number or streaming doesn't go into a TV number. 
And on Peacock, at least, NBC never shares any sort of streaming number, whether it's NASCAR, IndyCar, any sport, and at least at least that I've been able to see. So hopefully this A incentivizes Prime slash Peacock, etc. That, hey, we want to share our numbers because we want to show how good we are as a platform, not just for NASCAR, but or not just to NASCAR, but to audience members who are like, should I keep my my HBO Max or my Max account after the season ends? Like, what's the point in watching it? You know, something like that. So it could be twofold. But also, I'm pretty sure I, I read this in one of the news articles, but like the the networks are all being incentivized to cross-promote each other or p- cross-promote the races. So you're not going to have like this weird, yep, uh, the next three races aren't on our calendar, so screw off, and then you can watch the last two races of the season <laughs> on back here on Fox Sports. Like that's something like that's not going to happen. It k- gets kind of awkward at some points when you're watching, I don't know, some sort of motorsport race, and they're like, yep, the next four races are on... Bojangles TV and we'll come back for the final three. There's there's not that awkward tense of like trying not to talk crap on the other on the other network. So I think it's really cool from that standpoint. And also, you know, the like you said, the NFL has prime MLB this year kind of lost a couple of regional sports networks. So there's some more teams that are doing streaming there. The NHL also has ESPN plus for streaming plus other, you know, college basketball and whatnot that's on there. So this is kind of the way the world is going in terms of a mishmash of things to get a season done. It's almost like sponsorship. You know, we don't have too many cars in any racing that is just one season sponsor. So this is just kind of, you know, this the sponsor world is kind of in a way dictated what the TV world is going to look like. Obviously much different because that's a hell of a lot of money. It's a huge increase in money. So I, I fail to see too much bad in the TV deal. You make a really good point about the sponsorship being shared with the the cars themselves. I didn't really even consider the parallel there, but that's totally right. I mean, you think about just one of the most popular drivers in the series, Chase Elliott. He's got Napa. He's got Hooters. He's got a whole bunch of other smaller, Kelly not Blue smaller, Book. but yeah, just other um, partners, right, that are there for a few races each. And so you're not seeing what we used to see where Jeff Gordon had DuPont or Dale Earnhardt had the good wrench car. You're not, you're just not seeing that for the whole season because different companies want to get involved, but they don't necessarily want to just spend, I guess, whatever it costs to fund the entire season as a sponsor. And I can imagine the same thing. Can you, picture fox being like yeah we'll pay you 7.7 billion to have exclusive rights for the next seven years i I don't think they want to take that risk i mean no nascar is on its way up it seems like right now they're they're doing well uh, and they're kind of changing with the times and refusing to change with the times in other ways that i think are preferable to the fans in in terms of their engines and the formula of the cars basically yeah but I think that these partners, we'll see. I mean, it's seven years of this deal. People are going to get used to it over time. And it, like you said, I can imagine a point where cable is almost completely obsolete in seven years. Yes, for sure. For sure. 
So this is NASCAR getting ahead of that and starting to move over to these other streaming platforms. Maybe the number of races that TNT or Max or Prime will increase in the next few years of the deal. Who knows what that sure. is going to look like? But yeah, I, I'm I'm excited. This is kind of a fun time for us to be jumping into this because there's a lot of big new stuff happening while other motorsports series seem to be struggling a bit to, I don't know, I guess change with the times or maintain their competitiveness and be a really interesting on-track product. I think NASCAR is going the right way. And that's not, I'm not just saying that because we're talking about it and I'm sort of more invested in it now. I really think that we're coming in at a good time and I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully riding this wave with NASCAR. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting structure to an entire media rights contract that probably opened a lot of eyes as IndyCar looks to redo theirs. And they want apparently want a lot more money now. F1 is probably going to redo theirs in the next couple weeks because they always want more money. I think NHRA confirmed that they're doing another full season of Fox Sports 1, I think. I think that like I, I, I read something about it that it was confirmed. So <laughs> what about Formula E? No, I'm just kidding. No yeah, one cares about that. Don't care. Eh, especially on this channel. <laughs> it's just an interesting, you know, the fact that they got so much more money overall. Yes, they weren't going to get $7 billion from Fox or Prime or TNT or whatever. But combined, they hit a home run and they did this the best possible way, way they could for for the duration of the deal. And in seven years, when we are probably even more fragmented, they'll have a leg up in terms of experience. And you know, probably, if at worst, get the same money on the next deal. I have a question for you that sort of is totally unrelated. And this is this may just be entertaining for our listeners who are okay. starting this journey with us. Maybe we can look back on this in seven years' time. Do you think in seven years we will still be covering NASCAR on this podcast? Will this podcast still exist? What is your bet? I mean, I hope, I hope so. I, I, I like talking about race cars. It's kind I'm of... I'm confident it will. Yeah, yeah I think so. I'm not, I'm, yeah, I'm not that concerned about it. But, I mean, listen, if a little pit lane parlay can last going on seven years now i think this can last going on seven years and i knew a lot less about what i was doing back then actually sometimes i still don't know if i know what i'm doing but we're gonna pretend on this show and sports stars they're like superheroes but they're actually real which is why we've made a podcast about them you see they've all got a story but too many of these stories were cut short Kobe Bryant, Payne Stewart, Flo Jo, Phil Hughes, Justin Fashionew. We're writing episodes about all of them. And sadly, many more. Death of a Sports Star, a new series from Crowd Network. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. 
There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix, dissecting the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chicken flag. We're going to become experts because we already are experts. I'm an expert on past nascar i would say i know a lot about yeah. the history of nascar like i know about the history of a lot of other motorsports but <laughs> i have to be honest probably the past three to five years i was a little checked out so this this was motivation for me to get back in and the tv deal is sort of a fresh start i guess sure, and sure. i i have my own opinions about certain broadcast personnel uh booths that are currently within NASCAR's deal. So I'm, I'm like I said before, I'm interested to see who takes over for the TNT portion and Prime if they get some drivers in the booth that we haven't seen before. Stuff like that fair, would be fun. Fair. Yeah, I'm I'm in with that. I think that's a good idea. I think we can wrap it there for this. So again, this is episode one. Episode two will be after the new year. You know, we'll we'll do a recording right after the new year and maybe look at the schedule or silly season moves. Guys who are on new teams and new cars next year, we'll maybe we'll start there and make sure to follow us on Instagram at pitpass underscore NASCAR on Twitter. I'm still calling it Twitter at pitpass NASCAR. If you go to the link in our social media bios, it'll bring you to both the Apple Podcasts and Spotify feeds so you can subscribe and follow along. That's all I got. Everybody have a good holiday and we will be back in early 2024.